that is not a woman that can be a mother. Just shout with your loudest voice. Happy Mother's Day! Happy Mother's Day! I think our fathers are jealous. Hallelujah. Let me remind you. It took nine months of a woman eating soil, eating all the unpleasant things they can eat under the sun, traveling. Do you know how it is to walk around like this? Your mother did that for you. This is the day that she went through the highest pain that anyone can go through under the sun and brought you forth on behalf of your mothers that are living anywhere in the world. Just shout happy Mother's Day! And say thank you, Jesus, for our mothers. And the mothers in the house, you also have mothers. And you have to appreciate your mothers as well. Praise the Lord. I would say, children of God, as a woman, you do not understand your mother until the day you give birth. I don't know how many can witness that. Praise the Lord. We think our mothers are witches. We think our mothers are bad. The day you give birth to a child, that is the day you start appreciating your mother. So women shout happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. Put your hands together for Jesus because it's the reason we are celebrating. We may comfortably take our seats. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. What a joy. What a joy and what a joy. Happy Mother's Day. Praise the living Jesus. Praise the living Jesus. It is awesome. Hallelujah. Mothers are loved everywhere. Hallelujah. Mothers are honored everywhere. Hallelujah. One man of God was talking, he said, in the U.S., in the gangster world, they are rough and they are rude. You get more points for being the rudest. They said in the gangster world, you can go to a person and mock their ears, their eyes, the, way, the clothes they wear. You can even mock their brothers and sisters. You can mock their father. But when you touch their mama, guns will come out. Praise the living Jesus. When mama comes out, guns come out. Because a mother is special. Praise the living Jesus. A mother is special. And mothers, you are special. You are highly loved. You are highly appreciated. You are valued species. You are unique. God created you to recreate after him. What a joy and what a wonder. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you, Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord. Today we are looking, at a, as it is Mother's Day, I'm just touching briefly on a small topic on Mother's Day. I want us to open the book of John 19. John 19. John 19, 25 to 28. It's the only scripture we are dwelling on this morning. John 19, 25 to 28. Someone say, thank you, Jesus Christ. Thank you, Jesus Christ. Thank you, Jesus Christ. This scripture we are about to read is one of those scriptures that every believer has come across year in, year out. Hallelujah. But this year... When God's servant 
brought it to my attention that we will minister on Mother's Day. The Holy Spirit just dropped this word with another dimension of revelation. Hallelujah. John 19, 25 to 28. May the Lord bless the reading of his word. Let's pray. Let's, let, let's read it together. Now there stood by the cross of Jesus, his mother and his mother's sisters, Mary the wife of Clopas, and Mary Magdalene, 26. When Jesus therefore saw his mother and the disciples standing by whom he loved, he said unto his mother, Woman, behold thy son. 27. Then said he to the disciple, Behold thy mother. And from that hour, that disciple took her unto his own home. After this, Jesus knowing that all things were now accomplished, that the scripture might be fulfilled, said, I thirst. Praise the Lord. Praise the living Jesus. Praise the living Jesus. May I let you know, women of God, mothers in the house, before God made a woman, he never said it was very good. Praise the Lord. So in the beginning, God created everything else under the sun. And it was good. Then he molded a woman from the rib of a man. And the men, the only time our men gave birth to us, that was the time. And behold, when she came forth, God said, it is very good. You are good in the name of Jesus Christ. You are the icing of the cake in the name of Jesus Christ. If you did not know before today, just know, woman, you are good. Say, I am very good. Thank you, Lord. And now this scripture comes to me this week that Jesus Christ was on the cross. From Thursday night, the Son of God was in anguish. He was being brutalized. Everybody ran away from him. Praise the Lord. And on this Friday, he had to carry the cross. We just came out of Easter. Have you not wondered why Mother's Day come after Easter? After the Son of God carried the cross on his shoulder, being beaten and abused, they hung him on the cross. And six hours was on the cross. He spoke a lot of words. But before he died, he remembered Mama. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Someone say, Jesus loves me. Someone say, Jesus loves me. Before Jesus last breath on earth, he remembered the woman again. Praise the Lord. Why? Today we are looking at the magnificent woman. Praise the living Jesus. And the topic there was just, woman, behold thy son. Son, behold thy mother. Praise the living Jesus. Woman, behold thy son. Son, behold thy mother. We are looking at the woman Mary, child of God. I mean, imagine our Lord and Savior is busy serving the world. This is the moment where he saw the sins have been put upon him. Agony is tormenting him. A 
when he looked on the cross, there were some that were mocking him. There were some that were telling him, the thief said, come down and take us with you. There are some that were casting lots for him. But in that turmoil, in that, in that pain, Jesus Christ remembered the mother. Mother is a precious thing. A mother is a precious thing. I'm talking about now, I've put it into two parts. Praise the living Jesus. The first part said, woman, behold my son. Praise the Lord. Praise the living Jesus. Jesus Christ left. That is the last message he left from his fleshly body as a human being. The last message he left was, woman, behold thy son. Praise the living Jesus. What was our Savior trying to say? What was he saying to the woman? What was he saying to the woman? Behold thy son. He was saying, there is your son. The son is taking care of you. There is your son. You must take care of the son. Who is the son, child of God? The son is the church that you and me are in. The son is your body. The son is somebody's son next door. The son is somebody's child somewhere. The son is anyone and everybody that the woman must touch. May you be that woman in the name of Jesus Christ. May I let you know, child of God, Jesus understood that things in the world can go wrong if the woman does not behold the son. Praise the Lord. The world is in fracas if the woman does not behold the son. Our mother said something here and people were laughing. He said, I've got four children plus the father. He says, my child. If you understand Jesus, he did not say mother. He said, woman, behold thy son. Behold thy husband. Behold thy son. Behold everybody else around you. So Jesus Christ gave us a duty to behold everybody around us. To behold his church. To behold his ministry. And what a joy that Mary was doing just that. Praise the Lord. Now, Ask me, John is not the son of Mary. The Bible lets us know that Mary had other sons and daughters after he gave birth to Jesus. But they rejected Christ at that point when he was being crucified. Those people, they had rejected Christ. You heard the scripture. It says, those who is my mother and my father. My mother and my father is those that do the will of my father. Now Jesus said to Mary, I know you've got so many children and right now they've forsaken you. But don't worry, you have a son, a son that has been given to you. A new relationship that has been formed by me dying on the cross. I have given you sons and daughters that are not your biological children, but they have the same DNA of Jesus Christ. Somebody shout, Amen. Jesus gave a last standing order to John to look after his mother and the mother to look after John because the physical, biological family is no longer there. They have deserted Christ. They have deserted. So as children of God, what is Christ saying? Christ is saying on the cross of Calvary, I have forged a new relationship for a child of God. They might desert you for following Jesus. They might desert you for 
being born again. They will desert you for being zealous for Christ. But there is a woman that is going to take care of you in my own body. There is a mother, there is a son that is going to provide for you. Someone shout a loud amen. It's a message for the church, child of God. That is why in our midst, we should not have anyone that feels I don't have a mother. There shouldn't be anyone that feels I don't have a son. Because on that cross of Calvary, Jesus Christ said, as you are sitting here like this, you have become a son of this one. You have become a mother of this one. You have become everybody here. We have become siblings. Someone shout amen. We have become siblings. Someone shout amen. So when you are in the body of Christ and there is divisions, when we are in the church and there is bickering and talking, when there is a church and there is murmuring, Jesus Christ is weeping because he said, woman, behold thy son. Pray for thy son. Stand in the gap for thy son. Make provisions for thy son. Do whatever it takes for your son not to lose salvation. Do whatever it takes for your mother not to lose salvation. I don't know if you are with me this morning, child of God. I don't know if you are with me, child of God. I don't know if you are with me this morning, child of God. Now, my question this morning is, what even made Christ to remember Mary in all this agony? Let's go back to verse 25. This is our scripture we are dwelling on right now. Verse 25. Let's read it. If they are there, if not, I'm going to just read. I just want the first part. Now they stood by the cross of Jesus, his mother. Where was, she? Where was Mary? Where was she? By the cross of Jesus. Do you know? I don't know if any of us, no matter what we have been through in life, if any woman here has ever gone through what Mary went through. She received a prophecy. Hey, thou highly favored among the women. Favored for what? To carry a sacrificial lamb. Mary received this prophecy. If you go to the book of Luke 1, 2, 3, she received the prophecy. After receiving the prophecy, she began to praise. My soul doth magnify the Lord. Who am I that I will be chosen among the women? But for what? Mary suffered pain. Can you imagine seeing your son being bitter? Can you imagine being your son being spat on, being flogged? Mary was there taking in all those things. She did not faint the way we are fainting these days. They did not take her away and hide her. I have said to man of God several times, when we are at the tombs or at the funeral, women are being guarded from falling. Praise the Lord. And I said to pastor on, on, on um, the were burying the Edinburgh, the Duke of Edinburgh, we were watching. Queen Elizabeth was sitting on her own. Old as she is, 90-something. And then she walked out of the chapel on her own. She reminded me of Mary. Many of us, at the sight of pain, we need bodyguards to hold us. At the graveyards of our children, we need bodyguards to carry us. We faint and we rise up. Have you ever thought of what Mary went through? 
The child being flogged, flesh coming out. Mary was there standing. All the disciples deserted Jesus, including John, say. But Mary was following her son. I believe that the reason why Mary had to be handed over to John the Apostle is because the brothers of, and they did make a comment in the scripture that this your son, there's something wrong with him. They didn't believe him. But Mary believed the Christ. She believed that this is not my son. She believed that this, he came through my womb, but God gave her to me. What a magnificent woman. She did not faint. She did not say, I have seen enough. Take me away from here. The Bible tells us that there on the cross, there were Roman soldiers. There on the cross, there were people casting lots. There on the cross, there were people that were waiting to see Jesus dead, except for five people. Mary, the mother of Jesus. John and other magnificent women who touch on Jesus. May you be found, child of God. Anywhere there's troubles in your life, anywhere there's too much in your life, may you be found at the feet of Jesus. Anything that you might go through in your life, anything that might buffet you in your destiny as a woman in God, I decree and I declare, may you be found at the cross of Jesus Christ. Many are using challenges now not to worship God. My problems are too many. I cannot. Just remember Mary. When something comes to your ears that makes you want to run, remember Mary seeing Jesus on the cross saying, I'm thirsty. And they were feeding him vinegar. When you're about to quit on your Savior, as a woman that God has called, as a mother that God has called, remember Mary. She stood by the cross watching her son in agony. She did not faint. She was there. What a magnificent woman. Praise the Lord. She believed her son. And I'm here, women of God, this morning to tell you, maybe you're one of those that you have been given a son but instead of his destiny to look glorious in your eyes you are going from one prison cell to bail him to another I don't know if I'm talking to a mother this morning you gave birth to this bouncing bobby boy you are expecting him to become something and all he's doing is drugs maybe you are given birth to a bouncing baby girl you are expecting her to become a lawyer, a teacher but now you are hearing that she's standing on the road doing prostitution just like Mary that is how her heart was torn Christ was given to her and for 30 years she was with him until one day all her hopes shattered but the good news is Christ remembered the mother when he looked down he saw Mary as you are going through those challenges Whatever you're going through, whatever tears your children are making you to go through, whatever troubles that you have prayed and prayed and prayed, can you imagine how many petitions Mary brought to, to God? Father, I know that you said he's the Savior, but can you give me more five years? Lord, I know, we, we don't know in any scripture that Mary was told how Jesus was going to die. She didn't know. All she knew is what he's the son of the most high. Praise the Lord. 
Oh, she knew that he's the son of the Most High. Because I believe that if Mary knew that the son would be brutalized, she would not be praising my soul to God magnify the Lord. If she knew that at age 30, she would be at the cross. She did not know. She didn't know. Woman of God, we've got a magnificent woman called Mary, the mother of Jesus. She did not give up on her son. She did not give up upon seeing troubles. She did not give up upon seeing danger. She did not give up upon seeing horrible nightmares. She never gave up. She stood at the cross of Jesus. May I allow you this morning, women of God, can we stand? We know that this coronavirus that is ravaging the earth, husbands are losing incomes, you are losing incomes, children are going to sleep hungry, and you are asking, Lord, what should I do? Like Mary, I tell you, woman of God, stand at the feet of Jesus. Praise the Lord. Stand at the feet of Jesus Christ. Stand at the feet of Jesus Things are tough, yes. And once upon a time, they were tough for Mary. Things are difficult, yes. But once a time, they were difficult for Mary. But Mary stood. Do you know how dangerous it was for Mary to stand there? And Mary Magdalene. And Mary, the wife of Clopas. We don't even know who is Clopas. But her name, his name entered the Bible. Because the wife stood. Hallelujah. It was only women. The scriptures let us know that all the disciples fled. It was Mary, the mother of Jesus. It was Mary Magdalene. It was another Mary, the sister of Jesus, that John saw from afar that these women are standing there. Maybe he said, okay, let me go closer. Because the Bible said everybody fled. So Mary, the mother of Jesus, made John to come. It is the women that stood at the cross of Jesus that made the church to stand. It is the women that stood at the cross of Jesus that made the commission to rise again. It is the women that stood at the cross of Jesus that revived the ministry of Christ. It is the same women that went to the tomb early in the morning. Mary Magdalene said, let me go and anoint my Savior. And when she arrived, he said, I am risen. Woman, woman, women, you have a great commission. Praise the living Jesus. You have a great commission. If you leave things, things will go wrong. And the Lord will hold you accountable. You are not going to save my husband. You are not going to save my child. Because Mary saw her child suffering. Mary was rejected by her other children because of Christ. So we don't have any excuse, woman of God, not to hold the gospel to move forward. It was the women, magnificent women. Mary Magdalene, what did she do? She heard there's a man in town that is doing signs and wonders. And some said he's the savior. She said, I'm going there to anoint him. I've thought in the women's sermon sometime, I said, it was very dangerous for Mary to go and touch the foot of Jesus. In that time, a woman was not allowed near men. A woman was not allowed near men at all, at all. But this woman got that courage and said, if I die, I die. I am going there. She took her oil. They said, Jesus, do you know who this woman is? She never listened. She went there. She anointed Jesus. And from that time, she stayed at the feet of Jesus. Magnificent women. 
Her sins were forgiven. Demons were cast out of her. And she said, I have decided to follow Jesus. No turning back. She said, if they kill the mother of Jesus, I am dying with her. I call them supporting women. Do you have women in your family that when you have problems, you tell them my husband ran away. They say, kneel down, let us pray. Father, let this man come back. Do you have good mothers? If you tell them my son is failing, my son has got a one, they will come and support you in your challenges. Magnificent women. They saw Mary standing on the cross. They went and stood with her to comfort her. They were pampering her. They were telling her, Mary, it is fine. Mary, her sister. Mary, the mother of the wife of Clopas. Mary Magdalene. They said, we are standing with Mary, the mother of Jesus. What a privilege to have such women that stand next to you in times of trouble. What a privilege if a church has five of those women that can stand in times of trouble. What a privilege if a church can have four of those women that can say no matter the challenges we are standing here if we perish we perish we are moving this gospel forward we will not allow things to spoil we have believed this man and this man we know he is from the Lord we are willing to die for him what a privilege they took a risk they stood by the cross and they said nothing will spoil him nothing Nothing, nothing, nothing was spoiled here. Magnificent women. Praise the Lord. Praise the living Jesus. Verse 26 says, When Jesus therefore saw his mother and the disciples standing whom he loved, he said unto his mother, Woman, behold thy son. 27, then said he to the disciple, Behold thy Our men, our fathers, everybody in the house. Jesus Christ not only gave his last will for the mother to be taken care of. He was fulfilling a commandment. Honor thy father and thy mother. Can you imagine? Christ stopped in the middle of pain and said, take my mother. And from that day, the scripture said John took the mother of Jesus. And Jesus was with John. When they went to the Pentecost and received the Holy Spirit, John was with Jesus. Was with Mary. When they went, John left the city, went to Ephesus. John was with Mary. John died. Mary died in the arms of John. What the scripture tells us. Son, behold thy Children of God, we have a duty for our mothers. If Christ, in the middle of turmoil, if Christ, about to lose his last breath, remembered his mother, how much more we who are living? And that is the only commandment with the promise. Honor thy father and thy mother, that your days may be long. On this Mother's Day, please honor your mother. Every day of your life, honor your mother. Praise the Lord. Honor your mother. You have a duty to honor your mother. Behold your mother. Even in 
church, you don't have a mother and a father. There is a woman in this ministry that God has assigned to be a mother. Honor your mother. There is women in this ministry that you can go to and talk to and bless them. Honor them. Jesus Christ said, this is the new relationship I have formed. This has become your mother. This has become your son. Because anyone that does the will of my father, he is my brother and my sister. He is my mother and my father. So he's just sitting here together. You are biological children. You have the same mother. You have the same father. Honor them. Honor the mothers. Honor sons in the house. Behold your mothers. And mothers in the house, behold your sons. If the church understood this, there will not be gossip if you hear that the son is drinking. There will not be gossip if you hear that the daughter is fornicating. Because you are her mother. You have no business talking about her. You have to kneel down and pray and say, daughter, come here. I want to pray for you. I am your mother. The Bible says so. I am going to teach you now. Praise the living Jesus. The church would stand if we understand that we have one mother, one father. We have no business fighting each other. We have no business gossiping about each other. We have only one business, getting on our knees, talking to God about our brethren. Praise the living Jesus. Son, behold thy mother. And mother, behold thy son. The magnificent being made Jesus Christ to say this. They refused to forsake Christ. Anything that we face, children of God, may we not forsake the cross of Jesus. May we never forsake the cross of Jesus. May we never forsake the cross of Jesus. May we never forsake the cross of Jesus. What made Mary to be so magnificent? What made all these women to be so awesome? The same thing I'm saying. They stood by Jesus. They stood by his word. They believed him. Even when Jesus was still alive, they were ministering to him with their substance. They were ministering to the ministry with everything they had. These women were sold out to Christ. Sold out. Awesome mothers. What a joy if God can give us the grace. I decree and I declare. Let the grace of service, let the grace that was upon Mary, the mother of Jesus, be upon us all in the name of Jesus Christ. The grace to endure, the grace to sustain, the grace to follow Christ at all costs. May you receive it in the name of Jesus Christ. May you receive it in the name of Jesus Christ. I receive it, child of God. Praise the living Jesus. Why? Mary already, she was having the DNA of Christ, of loving God in her. Remember the mother of John the Baptist, that was Elizabeth. Elizabeth was barren, the wife of Zachariah. Praise the living Jesus. And the Bible tells us in Luke chapter 1 that Elizabeth was of the lineage of Aaron. Praise the living Jesus. And that Mary was the cousin of Elizabeth. So that means she had God inside her. That is why when she received the news, she said, my soul doth magnify the Lord. Why is she a magnificent woman? She's a woman after God's own heart. She's a woman that loves God. She's a woman that follows God. Can you imagine what Mary suffered in her life? I just started with the cross. Now, can you imagine when the Holy Spirit spoke to Mary and Mary was dancing? 
and people ask you in the streets, are you pregnant? Say yes. Who impregnated you? Holy Ghost. Child. Child. You say holy what? Holy Ghost. Can you imagine the pandemonium in that community? That this woman that is engaged to marry is pregnant by a ghost. Have you ever heard such a thing? Can you imagine the mockery that Mary suffered from the time the Holy Spirit held her? But she held on to the cross. She held on to God. She did not quit. If it was some of us who would have drank poison and died, if it was some of us who would have run away like Jonah, far, and say, you said I must do what? The Holy Spirit is coming upon me. Then I'll be pregnant. I'm sure her parents flogged her. There are some things that are not in the Bible. But tell me, you tell your parents, I'm pregnant. Say, but because in, in that time, it's a evil. In the time of Mary and Joseph, it cannot be done. If a girl gets pregnant, she's slaughtered, she's killed. Praise, praise the Lord. But Mary gathered courage and said, I am pregnant with the Holy Ghost. Can you imagine the kind of gossip the woman endured? They will say, look at her. Ghost impregnated her. Can, can, can you just imagine? Just try to imagine the life of Mary. Ghost impregnated her. And then when Mary begins to have other children, they will be whispering, do you know that this son is from a ghost? That's why they, they refuse to believe Jesus. Praise the Lord. Have you asked yourself why Jesus gave Mary to John? She, Mary was deserted, basically. If we want to, to dig into the scripture by revelation, it means there was nobody to take care of Mary after Jesus' departure. Jesus had to end over June, his mother, because the biological has fled. Mary suffered torture. The community says she's impregnated by a ghost. Eh? Even Joseph, after what made the angels of God to come and talk to Joseph in a hurry? Because Joseph had decided to break this engagement. You can imagine the words he had told Mary before the angel visited him in the night. He must have insulted her by all manner. You said the holy watch, holy ghost impregnated you. My friend, get out of here. It was pandemonium. But this woman did not give up on God. Small thing that comes our way, we give up on church, not even God. We give up on church, then we give up on God. We give up on God or we give up on church. Small thing. Have you ever been told that you are going to be pregnant by a Holy Ghost and you have to walk with this child? Have you ever been told that your son will die for the nation and you still stand and see him die? Come on, children of God. Some excuses we are using. On the last day, we will receive serious weeping, not from God, in the pit of hell, from the devil. Because we have no excuse. Until you walked what Mary walked, and you say, I, I, I can't take it. You have not seen anything, and we are complaining about measly things. Jesus was flogged and killed in the Mary's eyes. You are quitting on God because your son took drugs. By the way, is it God that gave drugs? No. You are quitting on God because your husband disappointed you. You are quitting. Mary was left alone. No husband, no children. Scholars speculate, maybe Joseph was dead. Some, they say, maybe he has also run away from Mary. People are always speculating about this scripture. They don't know. Why would Jesus hand over Mary to John? Jesus Christ said, if you want to follow me, take up the cross. 
the last days when we got. We are in the last days. The only thing that you should be panting in your heart, the only thing that should be ex exciting you is to take up the cross and draw it closer to Jesus because the earth is not going back. Things are not getting back. We are wearing masks every day. Who knows what we'll be wearing next time? Maybe those people think that they were in the hospital who will be going around soon wearing those things. We don't know what is happening. The only thing we can trust is that heaven is real and we will march there one day. So the only thing that is for sure is that heaven standeth sure and we have to make all we can to make heaven what do we do like Mary we stand by the cross of Jesus our problems compared to Mary it's a pity party biscuit and tea party what we call problems compared to what Mary suffered an awesome woman a magnificent woman praise the living Jesus we never heard that Mary Magdalene married. But we didn't hear that she left Jesus. Maybe when she was poured oil, she was believing God for her husband, for children. We did not hear that she got married. What we heard that the brother died and the brother resurrected. We never heard that she had a husband. We never heard that she had children. But she stood by the cross of Jesus. It's not what you get from him. No, child of God. It's not what you don't get from him. No, child of God. It is the fact that he is the king of kings and the lord of lords. Whether you marry or not, you will meet him. Whether you get children or not, you will meet him. Whether you have money or not, you will meet him. It is about that fact that it makes you to stand. Jesus is not our blesser that we expect that when we go there, we must surely receive a car. When we go there, we must surely receive money. That level is supposed to pass. As virtuous women of Gilgal, as mothers of Gilgal, we need to pass the level of coming to church for a miracle car. We need to pass the level of coming to church for miracle healing. We need to get to the realm of coming to God because he is my creator, because he's the maker of the heaven and the earth, because I want to spend eternal life with him. That is why I will serve him in the rain and the sunshine, in the winter and the heat. That is why I will stand, whether it pains me or not. If Jesus was hanging on the cross for six hours when he spoke to Mary. Mary was standing by Jesus for six hours crying. Hey, it has to cost you something. Praise the living Jesus. What does it cost to be a significant woman? It's a life of sacrifice. There is no significant woman that does not pay the price. It's a life of sacrifice. She gave birth to a sacrifice. And the sacrifice was sacrificed. And he sacrificed her own family. She sacrificed her husband. She sacrificed her children. Mary was just a sacrificial lamb as well, if you might put it that way. A significant woman is a sacrificial woman. Praise the living Jesus. I just want to touch another significant woman that we can draw from on this Mother's Day that refuse to let go because of God. Ruth, the book of Ruth. The book of Ruth. The book of Ruth. Woman, behold thy son. Son, behold thy mother. The book of Ruth, because of time, is a painful story of two women also. There were three, but they became two because of sorrow. 
So I'll just touch the small part of it. I'll read the book of Ruth chapter 1. Ruth 1. I'll read verse 5 to 7 and jump and read 25. I'll read Ruth, Ruth chapter 1. It's on the screen for those who are still searching. And, okay, I'll start from verse 3 for the sake of understanding. And Elimelech, Naomi's husband, died. And she was left and had two sons. And they took them wives of the women of Moab. The name of the one was Opa, the name of the other Ruth. And they dwelt there about 10 years. This woman lost her husband. And her two sons married. And the woman was joyful. For 10 years, she was enjoying her two sons and their wives. Hallelujah. Verse 5 says, And Malon and Shilion died also. Both of them say sorrow. And the woman was left of her two sons and her husband. Then she arose with her daughters-in-laws that she might return from the country of Moab. For she had heard in the country of Moab how that the Lord had visited his people in giving them bread. Not only did she lose her sons, there was hunger. Hunger in the place. In those days, men used to work. Women used to look after the family. And now the man that was looking after her died. The two sons that was looking after her and the daughters-in-laws died. Tragedy. Praise the Lord. Praise the living Jesus. Verse 7 says, Wherefore she went forth out of the place where she was, and her two daughters-in-law with her, they went on their way to return unto the land of Judah. For the sake of time, on the way going, the woman turned to the daughters-in-laws. She said, come, you have no reason to follow me. Your husband has died. I'm a woman of sorrow. Husband has died. Two sons have died. Please, I beg, go back to your mother's houses. Perhaps you will get someone to marry you. Praise the Lord. And when she was feeling pity for them, I don't have children anymore. I am hungry. I cannot take care of you people. Go. But there's one magnificent woman. Her name is Ruth, the daughter-in-law of Naomi. Let us go to verse 16 together. Same Ruth chapter 1 verse 16. And Ruth said, Entreat me not to leave thee or return from following after thee. For whither thou goest, I will go. And where you lodge, I will lodge. Your people shall be my people. Thy God shall be my God. Someone shout hallelujah. Someone shout hallelujah. I don't care that my husband died. I don't care that my father-in-law died. I don't care about the happenings of happening. Because a woman that loves God, I will stand by her. A woman that fears God, I will stand by her. Perhaps they were going, can you imagine if it was these days, everybody would say she ate her husband, she ate the first son, she ate the second son. She's a witch. Can you imagine what Naomi was going through? But there is something that Ruth noticed. My mother-in-law is a God-fearing woman. My mother-in-law has got this God. She was a Moabitess. They were heathens. But something about Naomi touched Ruth. She said, I don't care the persecution you're going through. I don't care that there's no food to eat. I don't care that we have to walk all the way to Moab to look for food. But where you say, I will stay. Where you sit, I will stay. Your people 
will be my people. Your God shall be my God. Women, can you rise up on your feet? I pray that in your life you have a root. I pray that in your destiny you have a root. I pray that in any area of your life you have a root. Oh, I pray that you are a root. A woman that will stand by another through troubles. A woman that sees God in another woman and say, your God will be my God. Whatsoever you're going through, I don't care. I have seen how you serve this God and I've seen how this God is keeping your life. Therefore, your God shall be my God. Your challenges, irregardless. Your challenges, irregardless. I decree and I declare in the days of carrying your cross, I pray, I pray that a root will be by your side. In the days that you meet problems, I pray that a Mary Magdalene will stand by you in the days of trouble. I pray that a Mary wife of Clopas will stand by you. I declare and I declare that in your days of trouble, a woman will stand by you and say, Sister, I don't care what is happening to you. You are my blood. You are my own blood by Jesus. Your God is my God. I will stand by you. I will pray with you. I will pray for you. I will not gossip about your problems. I will not laugh about your problems. Your God is my God. Your family is my family. Your people is my people. That shall be your portion. In the name of Jesus Christ. Church, we can rise up on our feet. Women of impact. Magnificent women. Do you know the beauty of the book of Ruth? Ruth went on to become the great-grandmother of Jesus. <laughs> Ruth, the widow, became the great-grandmother of Jesus because when you say, my God is your God, God will step into the picture. Praise the Lord. Women that are standing for God, what moves you? What is moving you? What is drawing you closer to another woman? Is it gossip or is it her God? What is drawing you closer to the friend that you have? Is it her God or is it gossip? Women of God, time has come for us to arise like the women of old. Time has come for us to arise. God has given us a mandate in the beginning in Genesis 1. He said we must bruise the head of the devil. And now on the cross of cover, he said woman behold thy son. We have a duty to behold the son of God which is the church of Jesus Christ. We have a duty to uphold the son of God, the church of Jesus Christ. God has given women the mandate. How many churches have you seen where the number of men exceed the women? That church does not exist. I don't care. Go to Israel. Go to Egypt. Go anywhere in the world. The number of women in any church are more than the number of men. What does it tell you? Women make things happen. Because Christ gave them the mandate. When a woman stands for Christ, she is fearless. When a woman stands for Christ, she stands firm. Opposition notwithstanding. A woman is a rock. When she makes up her mind to go for it, she will go for it without any apology. Just like Ruth, she said, I don't care what they will say. I'm unapologetic. I am following my mother-in-law. I love her God. So because of her God, her people will be my people. I don't care if we die of hunger. Let me die together with her because her God is a great God. Praise the living Jesus. The ball is in our court. We are in 2021. 
Are you going to follow Ruth? Are you going to follow Mary? Or are you going to follow Gossipers? It's time to stand for the body of Christ. It's time to stand. You are given the mandate. Woman, behold thyself. Who is church? It's me. Church is you. So you were given a mandate to behold the church. If anybody ran out of church because a woman see flogging coming, because you have been given the mandate, you stood by the cross, you stood there without shaking, and on the day of Sunday morning like this, a woman walked out from her house. I know that there is guards at that tomb, but I'm going there to anoint my Jesus. I don't care if they beat me. And a woman met Jesus, and I said, "Woman." She said, Rabboni, go and tell them, I am no longer in the grave. I am risen. You have a mandate, woman of God, to tell the church that he is risen. He is alive. You have a mandate to behold the son. You have the mandate to behold the church. You have a mandate to behold the church and the affairs of the church. Woman, God has given you the mandate to do so. Behold thy son. Thou shalt not let go. Stand by the cross of Jesus. Open your mouth, open your hands and just begin to praise him. Lord, I thank you. I thank you that I'm a woman. I thank you that I'm a mother. Therefore, Lord, give me the grace to walk after you like the woman of old. Lord, give me the grace. The grace that was upon Mary, the mother of Jesus. Give me the grace. The grace that was upon Mary Magdalene to follow after your footsteps. To stand by your cross. To carry the cross. To follow you till the end. I want to receive the crown. Lord, you have given me as a woman the mandate to carry the cross forward. To take the gospel forward. Therefore, Lord, impart upon me. Impart upon me, Lord. The spirit of love. The spirit of love for your children. You have made me a woman that must take care of your son. Give me the love, Lord. Empower upon me with the grace. The grace to follow you. The grace to mobilize others to follow you. Lord, I need your grace. Father, impart upon me the grace that was upon the women of old. Thank you, Lord. We call upon your name. Jesus, blessed name, we pray. Do you know what the words of Jesus Christ are called? They are called the greatest words of love and hope. There's a hope for you. Where the situation looks hopeless, Jesus Christ remembers you and he turns to you and says, Woman, behold thy son. Son, behold thy mother. No matter the situation, Christ is there to look for someone to behold you. No matter what you're going through, there is a son, there is a daughter, there is someone that Jesus Christ is going to wake up and say, look, behold, my mother is hungry. Go and feed her. There is someone that God is going to move as you move for God. As a woman that will move for God, God will start moving for you. There will be a John that God will appoint over your life. It doesn't matter if your biological children have forsaken you. It doesn't matter if your husband has forsaken you. It doesn't matter if your biological children and your husband have died. 
There is a root somewhere that God will just tear up in their heart to be by your side to strengthen you. There is somebody that God always has for a woman that moves for him. Be a woman that will move for God and God will move for you. All the women that moved for God. Mary Magdalene, what did she do? She moved for God. Jesus moved and rose up Lazarus. What did God do? A woman, a Shunammite woman, moved for God. And God blessed her with a child. What can we say? If you move for God, God will definitely move for you. Lift up your hands. Say, Father, make me a woman on the move for you. Lord, Make me to be a woman on the move for you. It's a prayer point. Woman of God, pray. Lord, I want to be a woman that is on the move for you. I want to move mountains for you. I want to move everything for you. You are a God that never fell. And you never fell me. Lord, just give me the grace to be on the move for you. Just impart upon me the grace to be on the move for you. I want to be a woman after God's heart. I want to be a woman after your affairs. Lord, Lord make me a woman that will impart upon me the grace that will move, move you, me. that will move your things forward. Lord, make me a person that will move for you, Lord. In Jesus' blessed name, we pray. Amen. Perhaps a woman here, and the message is not entering you. Because they deserted you and you cannot forgive. I want to pray with you this morning. Maybe you are saying you do not understand. I know the story of Mary, but I, I'm still feeling pain. I need prayer. If you are here, you are in pain and you need prayers. Come, woman of God.